Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's happening right after this. Okay, happy Friday everybody. How are you, sweet tea? How psyched are you about the 20th episode? I feel like, someone messaged us the other day and they were Mm. like, it feels like you've done more than 20 episodes. And I was just like, it does actually, they're not wrong. We've been requested to cover conspiracy theories on the show a lot before a lot yeah a lot of times a lot and um we are going to get to one we're gonna we chose to start off with this new segment of the show we chose one of the most famous conspiracy theories and he says most famous but i didn't know about it until now it i find it mad that you didn't know about it Mm. but um we are going to be deciding the court case court is going to be deciding whether the moon landings were faked or real right here on the show and that is happening just after this okay here we go sweet tea so conspiracy theory time the conspiracy theory we're tackling today were the moon landings faked first off we asked our audience on instagram and you've got the statistics haven't you I do. Cool. Why don't you tell us what they said? Yeah, I might do. <laughs> no. Um. So, um. Two. No. Sorry. Eight <laughs> percent said they definitely do think it's fake. Yeah. Leaving you know ninety-two percent, if you can do the maths, meaning thinking that it did happen. Okay. Fair enough. Um. So that's so. That's two people that do think that do think it's fake. That's twenty-four people that think it happened. So. Okay. It's quite a, a fair amount of replies yes and from my research today in britain in general one in six people believe that the moon landings were faked wow okay yeah and i've done three hours of research today into this so we can thoroughly have a full-on answer on whether it is or not and if the answer at the end is because um, is that they weren't fake. It's not because we're scared of the government knocking on our door. FBI, open up! It's because that's the truth. And we're going to get to what the truth <laughs> is or not, all right? <laughs> I found that sound this morning. <laughs> God save. But first, what I wanted to get to first is, one, I find the topic of space really interesting. 
I find it so interesting how we yeah. get into space, what the plans are for the future, everything. And so I, no, I agree. So if anyone wants to know, I'm going to go through a lot of info today, but I very much oversimplified it so that it can be more casual for casual listeners. They don't have to really mm-hmm. concentrate. So I'm going to, to give some context, there's a reason why the conspiracy theory of the moon landings were fake. There's a reason why it came about. So I'm going to go through the history of how man got to the moon so we can best know the reason why people think yeah. that they could be faked. And suddenly everyone clicks off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's going to be quite entertaining. I've oversimplified it. I've not used any like big words. It's just going to be a fun story about how we yeah. got to space. I think, go for it, go for it. Yeah, and um, if anyone wants to know, I a lot of my research, I watched, there was a show called History 101 on Netflix and they've got an episode on the space race. So I watched that and then I read a bunch of cr- articles on Google for a couple hours about conspiracy theories. So basically, do you know anything sweet tea about the story of how man got onto the moon in a rocket yes they did go in a rocket fair <laughs> enough basically it was a huge thing in the 60s through to the 70s it was a time and it was it was called the space race basically it was a race to get the first person on the moon into space and so far in throughout history 563 people have visited space really yeah 501 are women 62 no 501 are men 62 are women oh my god yeah and we've what i found really interesting 30 lives have been lost from space and all of them have have all the lives have been lost from training no one's died up in space it's always been during the training to get up there holy shit really yeah yeah that's wild and in one year the world spends $62 billion on space and space research and space travel. Damn. Yeah, that's mad. So, basically, the space race. Picture yourself. It's post-World War Two. World War Two's just finished, and those two nukes were dropped on Japan. You've heard about that, right? Yeah. We dropped two nukes on Japan. Now, those were and still are the most powerful weapons that man has ever made with those nukes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely devastating. It was awful. And after, basically, after World War II finished, two huge superpowers in the world came. It was America and Russia. America was capitalist, which is like what we are now. And Russia was communist, which is a whole different thing, which we won't get into. It's a different system of government. It doesn't work. So that's yeah. what you've got to basically know for that anyway and basically what happened was something called the cold war which was basically russia versus the usa after okay. world war Two. what happened was america used these nukes on japan and then russia was like we need nukes as well because they're really powerful and then we can fight anyone off and america was like we need more nukes so if anyone fights us we can all nuke each other okay of course, yeah now what happened was the nukes or the missiles as they had them could only travel about 150 miles to from where they were being launched and of course um usa and russia are about 1500 miles from each other so if they started a war their nukes wouldn't reach each other yeah so okay basically what they both decided was we need to get these missiles into space so we can move them through space and then drop back down and hit the country that we want to hit. Bloody hell. Yeah, and so... That's um, like effort. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So both of these countries were like, that's the key to beating each other if it ever comes to a war that bad, right? 
So, that both countries started researching how they can get their missiles into space. And then once they realised, once they were figuring that out, they were thinking, what if we could have missiles that could spy on the enemy? That we could send them up into space, leave them in space, and we could look at what the other country's doing. And so that's where the idea of space satellites come from. So, the, so, which obviously we have now, which are these satellites in space that are monitoring yeah. space and things. So, right. basically, what we're going to do this with this Space Race History Now, we're going to do it like a game. There's going to be a scoreboard. We're going to have the Russia on one side, we're going to have the US on the other. And mm -hmm. each, what ha basically happened was they were each trying to beat each other which with a different milestone for getting into space. So, now that they both decided we're going to try and get a satellite into space it was a race for who can get there first and basically on october the 4th 1957 the russians launched a satellite into space they okay. were the first ones so at the moment it's russia one usa zero mm -hmm. you up to speed with me now yeah i've got the maths cool so after that nasa was made in america which we all know who nasa is they're yeah. the big space company and they were like we they may have put a satellite in space but we're going to put a human in space we're going to send a human up there he's going to chill in space for a bit he's going to come back down that's what they decided yeah, they yeah, were going to yeah. do so but there's multiple challenges to that one if you put a man in space it's minus 454 degrees in space so Lucky they hell. they would more than freeze to death and also, there's no pressure to keep your blood as a liquid, so your blood would literally boil and you would explode if you were in space. Yes, and also, if you put someone into space and when they come back down, the speed that the craft is coming back down will create temperatures of 5,000 degrees, which is half as hot as the sun. That so is mental so i didn't know any of that these are all things that they had to contend with and had to overcome to be able to just put a man in space yeah that's mad that they overcame all that yeah so what they did next was they oh, did they <laughs> or did they yeah here we go so what happened next was they launched animals into space okay so both oh. the russians and the u.s they launched chimps and they launched dogs and what happened was all of them survived getting into the space atmosphere but they didn't survive the return trip. They couldn't afford to bring them back down, so they just died out in space. Oh, my gosh. Which is very sad. That so, is. But um, because they survived the launch into the atmosphere, they're like, well, we can take a human now. So on in 1959, NASA selects seven pilots that, the, that they called the Mercury 7 they were going to try and send into space, and the Soviets selected their own team, the Soviets being the Russians. Okay. But... On April the 12th, 1967, a Russian named Yuri Gagarin was the first man in space. And he went up there for 108 minutes, which means the scoreboard now is the Russians 2, NASA 0. Oh. So the USA are still losing. Yeah. So that, uh, just three weeks later, they la NASA launches a man into space, but his trip was a lot shorter, but they still got him there. So it was a good morale okay. boost for America. They're like, yeah, yeah we still I did it, imagine. but we've got to beat the bloody communist Russians. Tensions are rising between Russia and America, and also there's a crap ton of stuff happening on the ground in Earth. At the same time, you know the Berlin Wall? Yeah. At the same time, Russia elected a wall through Germany and through all of Eastern Europe to um, separate Eastern Europe from the West which was a huge okay. amount of te uh, of tension in the countries. So that was creating a lot of crap. And, you know, so not only are they trying to get into space, the world's in a bit of a 
crap place as well. <laughs> so, John F. Kennedy, who was the president of um, the US at the time, he went on... Um, I've got a sound clip here. He went on TV and he made this statement to the people of America. I believe that this nation should commit itself to achieving the goal before this decade is out of landing a man on the moon and returning him safely to the earth. So he goes on TV, he's like, we're going to do this by the end of the year, which yeah. is a bold statement. They got a year to put a man on the moon and bring him back. And, you know, they're already behind the Russians 2-0. That's mad. So they create this thing called Project Apollo and John F. Kennedy, the president, he is fully behind NASA. He's putting so much money into it. And on November the 16th, he visits, visits NASA, Cape Canaveral, um, to help build morale and get everyone ready. But then six days later, he is assassinated and he dies. Oh, Which I, I don't know if you've heard about John F. Kennedy being assassinated, but yeah, that is also that. a conspiracy theory. But that's something for another time. <laughs> so six days later, Kennedy's assassinated. NASA's lost their best, you know, their greatest fan, their cheerleader. So yeah. morale's bad for them. And then, in 1964, the Vietnam War starts, and about 100,000 Americans are shipped off to Vietnam um, to go fight a war. And also, after then, the Soviets just start racking up a bunch of firsts in the space race. They get the first object to touch down on the moon. They get oh the my first... God. What was it? Um, I don't know what it was. It was just like a probe uh. or something. They get the first woman in space. And they also get the first spacewalk. They get the first guy out floating around in space. So they rack Damn. up a 5-0 lead to, between Russia and the USA. Bloody hell. So we're getting close now. And it's gotten to the point where landing a man on the moon is USA's only hope because government that are basic and the American people are like, if you don't land someone on the moon, we're going to stop your space funding because the Russians are just winning. Right? So in they then make a huge rocket called the Saturn V. And this is a big thing. It's 363 feet. It's taller than the um, Statue of Liberty. And it has yeah. the power of more than 43 jumbo jet planes. Right? Whoa. Huge bloody rocket. And so, and there are also rumors that the Soviets have their own, ro own rocket. So NASA's in a panic. They want to get everyone out. So in 1968... You've got assassinations and riots happening in America. Everything's in turmoil. You've got thousands of men coming back from Vietnam in body bags. They're losing the Vietnam War. And the Soviets, they've also got crap as well. They've got the first man they sent into space. He's just, he died in a plane crash. Their morale is really low. So everyone wants, one of them wants a man on the moon. They want someone to get there. So, and both of them, both of these countries desperately want that victory. In August of 1968, NASA announces that they will take their first shot at the moon by the end of the year, okay? Not to land, though. They want to get someone to orbit the moon in the rocket and then fly back. Okay. They end up doing that on my birthday in 1968. Ah. They send three men. It takes them three days to get there, and then they go around the moon, and then they come back. So they're like, yes, we can do this. We've got this, all right? So mm -hmm. it's, it's now 5-1 to the Russians in the USA, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, that's a success. And then seven months later, right? Seven months later, everyone turns on their TVs and they hear this. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. And the USA has done it. In, 
1969, May, they put a man on the mood, and I've written America won. That's <laughs> what I've written. And basically, that was watched by 500 million people when that was first broadcast. Um, and in the three years afterwards, they put another 10 Americans on the moon and the Russians completely abandoned any projects to put their own people on the moon once Americans won. Yeah, fair enough. So now that you know the struggle it was to get to the moon, how bad Russia was behind, uh, Russia was ahead and America was yeah. behind, the conspiracy is that they faked the moon landings because they were so behind that they just faked it so they could ensure that they got a win. Do you get me? Yeah, I get you. So basically, that's where the conspiracy theory comes from. They didn't have a hope of getting to the moon anyway. They were losing 5 0. So they just faked it. They shot it on a sound stage. It's all a movie. You know, that's why the Russians should have done it. And they've kept up the lie all this time until now. Yeah. Even though they've just, you've just told me that other people have landed on the moon since. Yeah, well, they're saying that the following 10 people that the America put on the moon, those were also faked. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you've says. just told me that there's like 150, 500 people that have landed on the moon or something. No, no, no. That that statistic is how many people have been in space, not landed on oh, the moon. Oh, sorry. Right, yeah. Okay. So I've got a list, basically, of evidence for and evidence against the moon landings happen. But first, the votes have changed a bit on our Instagram poll about who yeah. who thinks they're fake and who doesn't. Could you tell me the not updated massively, results? Not massively, but right. we've gone from like 7% of people thinking... Um, that it's fake to now 10% of people so we've had like an extra couple of votes thinking that yes it's fake okay so um, yeah so like three more percent basically okay so I just thought that was kind of interesting yeah it's getting closer to the one in six in England statistic yeah that we've got. yeah yeah so I'm gonna talk first we'll talk about what evidence people have that the moon landings are fake first firstly um we're gonna i'm gonna tell you guys some of the claim and obviously you as well t because you don't know some of the claims people have made more recent celebrities joe rogan and shane dawson don't believe the moon landings happened they would think they were faked well who gives a f what shane dawson thinks yeah i mean he screws cats so i don't think his opinion apparently <laughs> <laughs> One of the first claims that was made was this US Navy officer called Bill Kazing who said that there's a 0.0017 chance of su of a successful landing on the moon. That's wild. That's so tiny. That's very tiny, but also he is a US Navy officer. So what does he know about space? He's on the sea. Yeah. You know. Where's he gotten That's this number point. from? But um, out of thin air. <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> Another claim <laughs> is from the Flat Earth Society, because of course, um, in 1980, they said that the whole thing was staged by Hollywood, sponsored by Walt Disney and directed by Stanley Kubrick. They're quite particular with uh, the people and the company they've chosen there. It's quite interesting. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yeah, but I mean, where have they pulled this idea from? Again, out of thin air. Yeah, but the thing (laughs) is... I've got, now we're going to get onto the evidence that they bring to the table. Yes, this is what I want to know. Okay, so their first bit of evidence is that the sh- basically that when you look at the photos of the men on the moon, the shadows don't match up. The shadows, of, so one shadow of a man will be going this direction and a shadow of like the spacecraft will be looking going in a slightly different direction so they're Never saying noticed. yeah so they're basically saying if the moon was only lit by the sun the light should only be coming in one direction so the shadows should be going the same way so it's obviously multiple lights from a film studio making the illusion of the shadows looking in different places oh my god okay Is that's it... uh that's like precise isn't it yeah i will get to debunking these theories the second evidence against is that in all of the pictures of the man on the moon and the man walking and stuff, when you look at the sky, there's no stars in the sky. It's just black. So they're saying they didn't have the technology to um, fake a scene with stars, so they just decided on a blank, black set. But like, I swear, sometimes you can look up and there won't, you won't see any stars in the sky. So like, yeah. that could just be that night. Yeah, I have got, I have got a rebuttal to that as well. There's basically there's like okay. f- four <laughs> or five main points, and I want to read them out, and then I'm going to get to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the thoughts are on those? And the next one is the, f- the you, so you know they put they stepped on the moon, they put the flag down, the American flag. Yeah. They basically said the flag is waving in the video, but there's no wind on the moon. So how is the flag waving, right? Oh my god, wait, I haven't even thought about any of this. That's mad. Yeah, so that's that's another one. And then the last one is just the simple one is if if, you know, we've been able to land on the moon, why haven't we gone gone back since nineteen seventy two? Why haven't we gone back? But people you know? have, haven't they? Um, not since nineteen seventy two, no, not set foot on the moon. People have gone into space, flown in the orbit. So what he's so how many people have been on the moon then? About 13. 
And the last one was 1972. 1972, yeah. Yeah, okay, good point. Why hasn't there been any more? I mean, especially if at the moment they're doing all this, like, they've now moved on to Mars, haven't they? Well, they're planning Mars. They've got the huge... Well, they are planning on going back to the moon. They've got this huge... It is... Oh, I find it so fascinating. It's incredible, right? It's going to get to a point in a couple years where there is never not people on the moon because what they're planning on having this satellite that's sort of like a sort of like kind of like a petrol station sort of in the in the sky and they'll have a group of astronauts that will park up on this satellite then that satellite will have a rocket which will land on the moon and they'll set up a little moon base and then there'll be people coming from the moon to the satellite to the satellite to earth constantly and so there'll be a rotation of people and there will always be someone on the moon at some point. What the... Yeah, it, it's going to be proper sci-fi stuff. And then they are hoping that once they get all that working and constantly and they can figure out the fuel and how to do that effortlessly, it will help them to get to Mars. Because in a rocket, it takes three days to get to the moon. If you mm-hmm. take would take a rocket to Mars, it would take eight months Jesus. Yeah. So that's what they've got to overcome this time, is how they can have a rocket that stores enough fuel and enough resources to last an eighth-month trip to get to Mars. You need enough food and and water and everything for Mm. eight months. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't know any of that. If you go on NASA's website, they basically, I think the middle of last year, they did this sort of mission statement video where they had this cool presentation explaining all of their plans to do with space. Some of the stuff they're planning to do, it's incredible. It's incredible. Honestly, how dare I say at the start of this segment, oh, yeah, I like space. I think space (laughs) is awesome. And know nothing about (laughs) any of these things. (laughs) Because... Something my brother told me the other day, which I think is mad, is something like since 2011, 2011 was the last time that humans, the only place humans were was on Earth. Since 2011, there has always constantly been at least one man in space. Really? Yeah. So before, um, so 2011 or something was the last time that humans were only on Earth. Wow. That's mad, isn't it? Anyway, so I'm going to debunk the those four things for you right here. So anyone that's got any doubts about the moon landings, you know, can shut up. So here we go. You ready? So the first one was the shadows in the photo aren't parallel. You know what I was saying? So they're saying yeah. there's more than one light source. So they were in a film studio. It's because of the photography. Basically, when you're moving a picture so the world around us is 3d but pictures are 2d and when you're moving something from 3d to 2d the perception can change and things can look different and they're basically saying if you go outside when the sun is low even on the earth and you look down there are shadows going in different directions because it's just it's just the trickery of light and just light changing and if you look at photos people have taken on earth then the light changes yeah the shadow isn't always in front or behind like sometimes i've seen it to the side yeah it's 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 literally as simple as that yeah that one so fair enough that That does make yeah that makes sense like the second the second one was that why in none of the photos is there no stars in the sky that one is simple so you know when we're walking about during the day on earth and the sky is blue and there's no stars 
on the moon during the day the sky is black well that's literally what i said like you know yeah. it could just be that the stars weren't visible at that point daytime on the moon it's a black sky so he what so he landed at daytime then? yeah right okay yeah. fair enough and then what was the next one the, the fl- wind oh the flag this is, is wave- i'm interested about flag is waving but there's no wind this one is is great because it just goes to show you how much NASA thought of the whole trip, the little details they thought of. Yeah. They knew ahead of time that there's no wind on the mo- on the moon, but they knew that they wanted to put a flag down on the moon and they wanted everyone to see the American flag. So what they did was they just made a flagpole that was an L shape, and they just had a piece of metal along the top and put the flag like that so that the flag would go out straight and it wouldn't troop down that's it oh so they just made an l-shaped flagpole and put the yeah, flag. yeah yeah that's it so, so it wasn't waving in the wind then no it was, it was just... just out straight yeah and people were like well that's waving. so what have they like proven that have they like taken a picture of the pole yeah you can if you look at the because there's obviously people have recolorized and we high depth pictures from mm. the um, 1969 when we land, when they landed on the moon, and you can see you can see a metal pole along the top. You can Damn. see, so makes sense, right? And it's like it's such a shame because they put so much effort into all of this, and now literally we just got these conspiracists <laughs> that are just picking apart at every single detail. Yeah, and but like it's great because they're literally coming back like, well, because of this, because of this, because <laughs> of this, and it's like you have nothing to stand on anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the fight, the final evidence that they've put against is well why haven't we been back right yeah and the simple one is that was that so the last mission was in 1972 and Mm -hmm. basically political priorities changed they won the race um there was no need to go back to the moon like apart from all that's on the moon is a few rocks and things like that there's not much else you can do and they basically changed their priorities to making these space stations where there's always a human on the moon uh, uh, not always yeah, a, that's human enough. on space human in the moon so they don't, you didn't need to go there it's kind of like they proved their point and they don't need to keep on proving it yeah absolutely and if you think that the world spends 62 billion dollars a year on space travel that's yeah. a lot of money to waste on a Just trip that you don't done. need to make yeah 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 yeah. exactly that's a good so, point to be fair what thought of it like that one statistic which i mean whether we should be doing space travel or not is uh, a, to- a to- question for another day but if you wanted to solve the world hunger crisis it would cost 36 billion dollars yeah year. i know and space Messed travel up, is 62 it? yeah it's mad but that yeah that's a, see that's a lot of money to waste well on... i mean it's not even like there's so many things like people's network is enough to solve um, poverty and stuff like that and they and they don't so there is ever regard so that's debunking the um theories that these conspiracy people come up with but i've also got some evidence just general evidence that we did actually go first one is that basically third party evidence exists so there's evidence that say nasa the company has their own evidence it's like oh we went to the moon but people could all be like well you're the company that did it you doctored the images blah 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 right but there's companies that aren't nasa that aren't tied to them at all that have like their own satellites and images and been like no we've got evidence that they went like that's good i like that you know and um and basically satellites since the two year 2000 have gone over the moon have taken pictures and you can see the flag still there you can if you zoom in far enough you can see their footprints like wow you can see it 
Yeah. Um, also, in 2012, they released an image that they'd taken, and you can see the flag still standing. So, like, obviously we went. Yeah, and, um, yeah. And basically, also, since all of the trips to the moon, they've brought back 382 kilograms of moon rock, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing that makes me think from this one, that makes me think we definitely went, is the space race, which I explained earlier, was a race between the USA and Russia. And obviously, the Americans won against Russia. So you would think Russia would be a bit sore about the fact that yeah, they lost. Yeah. So when the Americans brought their moon rocks to Chinese, Japanese and Russian scientists to do tests on, why would the Russians then go, yes, these are definitely from the moon, absolutely. If they were a bit sore, you know, you think they would be No, like, I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, so Russian scientists said these moon rocks that they got from American people are actually from the moon. But, I mean, obviously it's ethical to not lie as well. I suppose so, yeah, but... Like, I guess they were literally just doing it not because they're not, like, bitter or anything. It's just because they have to. Like, it's their job. Yeah, I, I, obviously I get that. How, but... do they, how can they tell if it was from the moon? Like, I, I don't know. Basically, I'm not a scientist. I didn't... There's obviously a system. I didn't write this down in my notes, but the documentary that I wrote... Uh, no, one of the articles that I read did touch on this, and it's something to do with there's, like, a type of glass or crystal in moon rocks... If it mm. was in the Earth atmosphere, it w- w- would have rip- whittled away over a certain amount of time. But in the Moon's wow. atmosphere, it doesn't. So, so I'm guessing that Moon rock has whittled away now. Then, um, yeah, I think it's the amount of time whittled away, or if you preserve it in a certain yeah, yeah, place, yeah. maybe in a vacuum or something, they can keep it. I don't know. Interesting. But, Very um, interesting. So yeah, I believe it happened because also like it's fun to believe that it happened. Yeah. Like why are you like I learned about it in school. Why would you ruin? <laughs> like kids I remember everyone was so excited learning about Neil mm. Armstrong and like you know imagine then you grow up and you hear that oh it's not true and the thing is like if it wasn't true the amount of people that have like kept this covered up yeah all for just beating a country it just seems a little bit pathetic Four, like, 400,000 people were employed at NASA at the time that man stepped foot on the moon so you would have had to keep silent 400,000 people and you mental. think you would think in the amount of time one of them would have might have let slip something yeah exactly so it's r- ridiculous but i think i think both of us our court case verdict finality is that the moon landings did happen and this conspiracy theory is bogus <laughs> right yeah. is, is that our decision so. i think yeah i agree Wait, we did our first one and we agreed on it. That and is we agreed mental. as well. That's fantastic. And but I would like to know what everyone else thinks. If you, th- if if people think that I've missed out some points, I was quite thorough with my research. But I am just one man. You so, are. Maybe um, I'll have to research the next one. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. If if I've missed out on any research or any points that you think you know, oh, yeah, absolutely know. prove that the moon landings were fake, then please message them in on our Instagram at the court case, not at the, just at court case podcast. <laughs> um, and are there any conspiracy theories that you would like us to cover next? I thought, yeah, since we started, I thought we would start with like a classic one to get the ball rolling. But if there's any mm-hmm. more niche ones that um people want us want us to cover i i would love to do that um there are a lot of cool interesting ones interesting yeah. ones out there and just like cool cool stories and stuff i mean like for example i touched on one john f kennedy 
while he was assassinated. Loads of people think that that was the government that did that. It wasn't the guy that did it. It's just so interesting talking about all this stuff. Mm. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, conspiracy theories, we're never going to know the real answer. No. But, like, I feel like with this one, we do know it's just people. Yeah. I don't know. Like, people wanting to make it something else, which is fair and fine. Absolutely. Yeah. There's. I think people are just so skeptical as well Mm. to believe everything so quickly. Yeah. I think um, apparently after, which I think is really interesting, apparently fever on the moon landings being faked got really popular just after 9-11. Oh, okay. At the same time 9-11 happened, and obviously you got conspiracies that um, that was fake and everything, people obviously latched onto other stuff, and so the moon landings being faked was became really popular as well that's one that i would like to touch on to be fair because that's an interesting one. i that obviously that definitely happened but the conspiracy is that it was um orchestrated by the usa by their own people it wasn't you know the terrorists that's basically what the conspiracy theory is and there's the, Jesus. and to be fair that one has more evidence for it being true than the moon landings do that's a bit more of a a bit of a more difficult one Okay. Well, but, I'm interested in the the pyramids one. I hear loads of people talking about that. Yeah, who built I, the pyramids? I, I find it mental, but I've mm. seen a lot of things lately that's like making me sway the other way. So, what the um, we didn't build humans didn't build the pyramids or what? Well, I'll, I'll keep my opinions until we get to <laughs> the, the topic. Otherwise, people are not going to be excited for it, are they? Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, please, <laughs> if you have any conspiracy theories that you would like us to cover please message him next week's podcast is going to be a cool one we've got our now good friend of ours jack randall on the show um he's our first male podcast collab really he is indeed he does and he's a lovely chap yeah canadian fella he um does a podcast called stay at home son which is like but he talks a play on words it's ironic he doesn't want to be a stay at home son yeah that's what the aim of his podcast is he likes traveling and things like that and visiting different people that are running their own businesses and stuff it sounds quite interesting we had a really great chat with him about loads of different stuff yeah it was fun that's what you guys have got to look forward next week we've got more we've got more collabs lined up we have got more collabs lined up um and obviously so many more fun conspiracy theories to talk about this is literally only the beginning guys episode 20 like mental only the beginning we've got exciting plans not just collabs for the podcast in general coming up over the next couple months so oh my god next month will be a good month guys i promise yeah yeah but um so that's stuff for you guys to look out for but in regards to this episode we're coming to the end now thank you everybody for listening we will see you guys next week i hope you have a great weekend um we'll talk to you very soon adios guys goodbye everybody enjoy see you later have a wonderful weekend Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? 
elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.